Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Good evening and welcome to Charlton Live. This is the Transfer Deadline Day Eve special uh, coming to you live from the Valley. My name is Louis Mendes. Joining me here in the studio as we gear up for tomorrow's Transfer Deadline Day and of course Saturday's massive home game uh, with Barnsley here at the Valley. Uh, over on my right hand side is Mr Lewis Cat. How you doing Luke? Yeah good mate, you okay? Yeah not too bad. Have you had an exciting last 15 minutes? Very exciting last <laughs> 15 minutes. Yeah it's been going off hasn't it? Yeah and uh, also joining us here on my left hand side is uh, Mr Nathan Muller. How you doing Nathan? Living the dream. Yeah you've got us in a bit trouble you seems this uh, <laughs> a little bit of pickle shall we yeah, say right so <laughs> don't normally have to start off the show like this but I think I need to temper everyone's expectations okay about 15 minutes before we came on air uh, we received a tweet from the chairman of the club Matt Southall uh, responding to a jokey little tweet from Nathan inviting him onto the show now Matt I don't think realised that we were going live at 7 o'clock so he did make a joke about coming on he's got 10 minutes to spare before the medicals I'm just going to make it quite clear now I haven't been able to get hold of Matt I'm not expecting Matt on the show so um, don't don't if you're here purely for that don't expect that to happen I do understand that Matt is currently at the training ground not here at the Valley dealing uh, with something that may or may not happen so that's why if you're tuning in for Matt Southall I'm afraid as it stands we're going to be letting you down um, but we will be talking about transfer deadline day uh, let's hope that Matt is working his socks off over there at the training ground seeing what he can do uh, the deals that we need coming in before the weekend, uh, before the window slams shut tomorrow uh, at 11 o'clock. On tonight's show, though, we will hear from Lee Bayer. He was asked about transfer deadline day uh, during press day uh, earlier on today. We'll hear from him. Uh, we'll discuss ins and outs. We want to know what you guys would like to see uh, happen either this evening or tomorrow as well. Um, so let us know what, you, what your hopes are, what your fears are, and what your expectations are uh, for transfer deadline day. You can email us, studio at charltonlive.co.uk, uh, or you can tweet us uh, at charltonlive uh, to have your say on this evening so we will of course look ahead to the Barnsley game as uh, as well uh, if we get a chance we'll hear from Leon Wobshaw uh, from the Yorkshire Evening Post as well uh, to give us a Barnsley point of view but it's only if we if we get to that and again Lee Bayer will preview uh, the game himself so I mean it's all kicked off really in, in the space of the last hour hasn't it because we've been sitting here thinking this has been a pretty uh, pretty quiet last few weeks in terms of deals actually getting done we haven't had anything done since since the first day of this month or the second day and when Andre Green coming a lot of disappointment perhaps from from supporters who know that we need to get a few bodies over the line um now all of a sudden in the last hour Matt Southall has tweeted including to us <laughs> that he appears to be very busy he's got all these snacks set up for uh well the, the next 29 hours or so He's going to be looking to get deals over the line. Like I said, he mentioned uh, to to you, Nathan, that he'd love to come on before. He said he's got 10 minutes spare before the medicals. Mm. So that sounds like more than one deal. Uh, He's mentioned to someone else that um, there's a train uh, potentially coming from, uh, well, further away from Peterborough. That all we know. I mean, we've been analysing these tweets over the last hour. From being a very quiet situation, all of a sudden it's gone very loud. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it was. um, Yeah, obviously I've sent that. Sent that tweet, uh, obviously to Matt when uh, just as a sort of you know you know busy sort of breaks it up a little bit, um, but yeah, I mean in terms of the medical, so to speak, um, it might just be you know we don't know it could be someone that we don't know. Um, obviously, Pogba's been training, so I don't know it could be one of them. Uh, but yeah, it's been a bit mental. But we've said on the show before, I think the difference of obviously being taken over I think a lot of people start putting their prices up uh, wages can get be a little bit inflated so we'll have to wait and see uh, if something happens today or tomorrow um, I think it's all clear um, to everyone that we do need some players and need some bodies in but um, yeah do you want to say something Lou? Right okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back on what I said. Uh, Five uh, minutes. <laughs> I'm going back on what I said about three minutes ago. Um, Matt Southall has just got in contact with the show. Oy, oy. Uh, so uh, I'm going to play you something that's just been sent to my phone. Uh, let's hope that this sounds sounds good enough for you. Hi, guys. Matt Southall here. Um, 
Sorry I can't make the show. Um, I'm hard at work at the training ground with the rest of the team uh, trying to get things over the line. Hopefully we'll have some good news for you all soon. Uh, but I'll definitely come on the show soon. There we go. So an exclusive Boom. here on Charlton Live from yeah. Matt Southall sent, <laughs> sent us a voice message into the show. I can't believe we've never thought of doing that before, actually. We can, <laughs> can have our own phone in show. But there you go, Matt yeah. Southall, hard at work at the training ground, hoping he's going to have some good news uh, for us soon. So there we go. The news broken here on Charlton Live, direct from the horse's mouth. Matt Southall on this evening's Charlton Live. He's working hard. He's hoping to have some good news for us. So, Lewis, I'll say, I mean... That's all happened very quickly, but I mean we've been hope we've been dying for a bit of good news really over the course of the the last few weeks. Obviously, it's been a a slow transfer window, not just for us, but around around the football league it felt. And I guess the last few days is always when it seems to start speeding up. Um, well, that's exciting. Yeah, it's uh, it's it seems to have picked up fairly drastically over the last twenty four hours, especially you know since we've been in the studio now. It's it's gone mental so I know I know we've obviously been a bit disappointed thus far because we've we've you know we brought in Andre Green at the start of the window very early business and then in that time you know we've lost we've had to send back Beram Kaya we've had to send back Jonathan Lecco and, and we've lost Conor Gallagher to Swansea uh, so you're looking at it at the moment and we've, we're sort of two players down on what we were at the start of the window and back then we were short regardless so I think that, you know, with the new ownership around, there was a lot of excitement, a lot of buzz. And I think naturally because of the the difficulties we've had in other transfer windows, we kind of expected things to happen overnight. But I think, you know, we've got we've got 29 hours now, as as Matt says, and it sounds like they're pretty busy down there at Sparrows Lane. So we'll see what materialises over the next 29 hours and hopefully mm. uh, come kick off, you know, Barnsley Saturday. We've got a few more bodies yeah. in the door. I mean, we've been linked with plenty of names. Um, Johnson Clark Harris was one that was mentioned yesterday. Uh, obviously, uh, we had a bid accepted for Marcus Madison at the, at the start. I mean, who else has been been mentioned? Nangele. I mean, there's there's all sorts of names, and that's one of the exciting things because we've got. I mean, even Richard said earlier on this evening that, as it stood, he wasn't expecting anything tonight. Um, I don't know if that's changed now because, like I say, Matt Southall appears to be badgering away at the at the training ground trying to trying to get something over the line. But it just shows how quickly things can change in the January transfer window. So, I mean, we've got that list of names that, we, that we've heard about. So it wouldn't necessarily be one of them. It could be someone else, or it could be, was it Doherty on loan from, got Pogba from Rangers? Pogba, it's not going to be Pogba. No, but, um, but I mean, I mean if you, even if you look, remember, when was it? This time last year, I don't think anyone knew Josh Parker was going to come in. So it could be someone completely out of the scope of of um, what's been talked about. But yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's true what you say, Lou. Like... I know we all want players, listen, everyone wants them, and I know everyone keeps saying, you know, you should be patient, which we do, but anything can change. In, in, you know, it only takes one phone call to go, yep, that'll do for us, bring them down, anything can change. You know, for all we know, we could have five tomorrow, probably unlikely, but, you know, who knows what's going to be? It changes so quickly. I mean, there was Nangele, what else was there? Madison, uh, Doherty, Johnson Clark Harris, cheers, Tom. <laughs> the Chiravilla one, I can't even pronounce that. Chiravilla or the something. Ch- the but he, from like Rich says, yeah. said earlier, didn't yeah. he, that Nanny playing again. Um, I thought he was a good player. Mm. And then I'll let Tom do the. the I mean, that is Lewis there. Just Lewis. Do, oh, yeah, Lewis. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, everyone, t- everyone t- gets <laughs> confused between me and Tom. It's the voice, <laughs> isn't it? I wonder what that look was about. What was I saying? <laughs> well, I just called him a swear word. <laughs> right, I called so him not again. Yeah, so <laughs> let's Welsh, yeah. just for anyone who's tuned in again in the last few minutes, we have Sorry, received Luke. a message <laughs> on this evening's show from uh, Matt Southall, who's uh, working over at the training ground. It's going to play it for you uh, one more time. This is what the Charlton chairman and Matt Southall has sent in to Charlton Live uh, this evening. Hi guys, Matt Southall here. Um, sorry I can't make the show. Um, I'm hard at work at the training ground with the rest of the team, uh, trying to get things over the line. Hopefully we'll have some good news for you all soon, uh, but I'll definitely come on the show soon. So that's really exciting as well, because we'd love to get Matt on the show, I guess, after the the the, uh, the transfer window uh, has closed. Now, I mean, something I've asked then of viewers, uh, listeners to, to get involved with is what hope, hopes, fears and expectations, because you're going to transfer deadline day, especially one at the end of January, Lewis, definitely Lewis, where it's, um, <laughs> it, it could, you know, it, you, you sometimes, you know, considering what we've been through over the course of the last few years, you know, fears is always going to be part of it. And there's always going to be rumours about our best players, in, in particular this this window, Lyle Taylor. Um, you know, Bristol City were linked at one point. Uh, Brentford, of course, have always been linked. I don't know if there's any other names out there. So I imagine that comes, you know, losing him uh, certainly comes up quite high in, in the list of fears. 
Yeah, definitely, because you know he's a he's a talisman, and the you know his contract is up at the end of the season, so you've got to look at the likelihood of him staying beyond that. I don't know where the club are with negotiations with Lyle. Obviously, the last we heard is that the SI sort of withdrew their offer to him because they they felt they'd taken it as far as they could. But also Lee Boyer coming out and stating that the club don't want to sell him, and Matt Southall as well in his in his press conference that he had with alongside Steve Gallen and and Lee Boyer saying that. They, they have no intention of selling him and he'll be here to the end of the season. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Lyle over the next over the next day. Obviously, I'd, I'd like him to stay. I think we all would because I think he's pivotal in in us trying to stay in the division. We find ourselves in, in a bit of a tough situation now with a, the relegation fight heating up a little bit. We've got a very tough month ahead as well. So he's going to be key. And I think it's, the cost of losing him probably isn't worth the, the risk that would entail of getting someone in of his quality last minute mm. and expecting them to hit the ground running you know Lyle Taylor is now a, you know he's, he, he's proven at this level he's showing that he can do it at this level he's an important player to us and, and he's going to be he's going to be pivotal to us you know bidding to stay in this division and kick on next season mm. I mean there, there was some chat that suggested that perhaps um, Johnson Clark Harris could be a replacement for Lyle Taylor I mean how, how would that fly with you I mean I mean Lyle was a massive player for this club and um, uh, we, we've seen how when he when he's not on the field, how difficult it can be for us. So, what would would did you think that would be an able swap, or would it be better off just to because you're not going to get much for Lyle now, unfortunately, due to his contract situation, he's going to be out of contract at the end of the season. Is it really worth whatever you get for him risking your, your championship safety? Is, is that is that fine balance that mm. Matt will be sitting around now thinking, trying to work out as he as he goes through his, his part of the Christian stuff that he tweeted earlier? Yeah, and about 18 cans of 7-Up. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it wouldn't, in my opinion, I don't think it would be, not saying that Johnson Clark Harry isn't a good player, because he is a very good player at that level. Um, and he's, he, I think he'll do a job at, at championship level. Uh, in terms of, I think it's to add to the squad. Again, I mean... Hemed's only just come back. I mean, you can think of Macaulay Bonner, how good he's done. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't really brought into, he was like a project and he's done very well. Um, so I think you take Lyle out. Hemed isn't going to go in the channels. He hasn't got a lot of pace. I think Johnson Clark Harris is good. I think he'll be able to get in the channels, use his strength. Um, so yeah, I think it would be to supplement the squad. I would, uh, hopefully Lyle does stay because again, I don't think, there's much point selling him because like you said unless you get something crazy like 10 million like Tony's quoted for I don't think you're really going to gain much I think you might as well just use him because Lyle will put his you know put 110% into every time he steps on the pitch Um, and I think Lyle's better here than any other club especially if you have to come and play against them (laughs) but the rate which would be a bit of a a smack in the face but um, yeah I think you know, with the players that have been linked, they're good, but it's it's not so simple to get them get them done. And mm. and like January transfer window, prices get inflated. And um, but we've got to be we've got to be sensible about it. You know, we've, we've got we can't just go splashing about like we've there's an endless pot because we've got to be careful. and We don't want to be in the likes of the Derbies and the Birminghams of this world, mm. which are in a bit of trouble. Yeah, look, right. Let's have a listen to what Lee Bayer had to say uh, about transfer deadline day earlier on today during his press day. Um, he spoke to Tony Hudd from uh, BBC Radio Kent uh, and Tony asked him if he was uh, expecting to be involved in any incomings or outgoings uh, on the final day of the January transfer window. Hopefully, bringing players in. Don't want to be selling. Uh, I want to add to the squad, not, not deplete it. At the moment, we're two players down from when the window opened. So... For me, as, as the manager, I want as many bodies coming through the door as possible. And the last thing we need to do is, is, is weaken our squad. Um, other teams in the division, in and around us especially, are strengthening. And um, we have to be one of them. You talk about players, obviously it suggests more than one. Well, yeah, what bringing in? Yeah, bringing in. Yeah, well, yeah, because we need two to be on level peggings from what we was when the window opened. So, if you're asking me or any other manager, you you want to strengthen your squad, especially now going into the final part of the season. Um, so, yeah, I, I want I want bodies coming in to help me me in the team. Um, Is two the minimum you want? 
puts us on level pegging. And um, we, we haven't really strengthened then, have we? So I, I would like more, but I, I get it, it can be difficult at times. But the, the, the more we get, the, the easier job for me, because then you have more people to choose from. And, and we've got a lot of games coming up in February, so we, uh, we, we need to be able to rotate the squad. Because if not, you're going to ask them to do what we've done in the past and you have a chance of injuries. Lots of speculation concerning the future of Lyle Taylor. Can you clarify whether he's staying or leaving the club? Again, I hope he stays. Um, he's, he's a big player for us. He's played eight, 90 minutes this season and we haven't lost a game. So if you're asking me on the football side of things... Do I want Lowell to stay? Of course. So, if we lose Lowell, again, it makes my job a, a hell of a lot harder to, to win games. Um, because no matter what money you get for Lowell, you're not going to replace him. So, uh, yeah, I hope he stays. Is it fair to say that talks are ongoing over his future at the moment? Yeah, yeah they are. They are. I speak to Lowell a lot. Um, everybody, Lowell knows what he what he wants, um, and it's not just financial. It's that there's other things that that Lowell wants to see happen. So there's there's conversations that I've had with Lowell that uh, other people have had with Lowell. So. I'm hopeful that that we can move forward, um, get this window out of the way, he's still here, and then maybe we can do something after the window. That would be the perfect scenario for me, because I want Lowell to be here and uh, be part of, of this club moving forward. He's a big part of it, you know, he's a big part of us getting into this division last season. So I hope he's a part of it moving forward as well. Have you taken the view, because of the number of key players nearing full fitness, that it would be better to hold fire on your transfer targets until the summer? No. No. no because you still need, want people in, yeah? We need, we need bodies. We need bodies. At the start of the season, we got tipped to, be go, to get relegated because of where we've got the lowest budget by a mile. So we're in a good position. We're above that at the moment and with all the difficulties we've had to deal with. So if, if we do have an opportunity to strengthen, then strengthen because that's what all the other teams around us are doing. So uh, if we don't, then me, my staff and, and, and the, the players that that are here in the building, we will work our hardest and do our best to, to stay in this division. But if you add to it, to the squad, the good squad that we have, then it gives us a better chance. That's, that's just obvious. Right, so there we go. That was Lee Bowyer talking uh, this morning uh, in his press day about what he hopes will happen over the course of the well, the next 24 hours or so, uh, up until 11 o'clock tomorrow evening when the window slams shut, when Jim White can, uh, declares that transfer deadline day is over and uh, and we can all calm down again. Obviously, we, we've heard since then that, that Matt Southall's working hard uh, on the deal. He told us exclusively on Charlton Live this evening uh, that he's at the training ground currently trying to get a deal over the line by the sounds of it. Um, so, I mean, that's good news. We heard there by his fears, if we don't get anyone in, it would make it a lot harder. I mean, it, it goes without saying, surely, that we, that we have to get bodies in, uh, more than one, I'd say, as well, because, you know, we've, we've lost three or four, if you count, I mean, count Ledley leaving, sort of, I'm not really going to count that, but if you look at the, the loanees we, we've lost in, in this window, and then only Andre Green coming in so far, I mean, it was, it's clear for all to see that we need to get bodies in. Yeah, we do, and obviously we've been caught out massively with injury because of lack of squad depth, and now you're looking at the situation where we've been looking forward to January for so long in, in sort of giving the squad reinforcements. I mean, don't get me wrong, we've got players that 
I think are more than capable of keeping us in that in the division. But what we've also got is a large pool of players that have just come back from long term injuries and are going to take time to get back up to full match sharpness. You know, you can't expect the likes of Macaulay Bond, for example, to come straight back in and just play 90 minutes in competitive championship football when he's just coming back from a long-term injury. You've got to have that squad depth. And and we see it over busy periods. You know, February's a busy month. We've got a couple of midweek games as well. You're going to want the, you want, you're going to want to have the option to be able to change it up a little bit and refresh your 11. And that's a luxury we didn't have over Christmas. So it's crucial that we do get some bodies in now to enable us to be able to switch things up and to give Bo your options uh, going into a really busy toward tail end of, of the season, you know, especially mm. this coming month when we've got the teams around us. You know, we've got Barnsley Saturday, we've got Huddersfield at the end of the month, Luton in the middle of the month. They're all they're all teams that we're going to need to start looking at picking up results against. So mm. it's going to be crucial. Yeah, Becky's tweeted in uh, saying, if medicals are happening, does that mean that fees and personal teams are uh, to personal terms are agreed? Says it's a question from her dad Barry, who's clearly too ancient for Twitter. <laughs> I thought he could tweet you through email. <laughs> uh, oh come on, Barry, you're better than that. But <laughs> but I mean. Um, You'd assume that you'd have to be pretty close to having a deal sorted if you're having a medical. I don't know if they'd sort of change the ordering of things or have those two things running alongside each other because it's close to the deadline. Or I don't Mm. know if you have to wait. I don't know the exact ins and outs of that, but you'd assume you'd be very close. It'd be very strange to be doing a medical on someone who's not even come close to having a a bid accepted. So, I mean, there certainly would have been a a fee accepted, I imagine, if you're having a medical on on someone. But, I mean, it's good to see some progress now because I say the the last few days, I mean, if if you've looked on on the socials and and that, you know, there's probably been people worrying about our lack of transfer activity and it's fair that the... They they they've they've been concerned, and you can see why it's coming. There's been all sorts of chat on, on on uh, like I say on social media. There's a lot of people who are a bit glass half full, a lot of people who are a bit glass half empty over the last few days. So it's good now that we're seeing at least some some sort of progress. Yeah, there is um, obviously progress happening, but difficult is that we don't know the full story, the full background. I mean, when you're not announcing signings, it just it might look to some that we're not actually trying to do anything. Um, but I've no doubt, you know, Matt, Steve, and Bose are trying their hardest to get us players in. But I just have to say again, it's you've got to be sensible with it. I mean, because if we ended up getting a player in, that you know was 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 okay. But we ended up paying like top top whack, and it didn't be uh, you know it didn't turn out to be great. A lot of people, be like, oh, you know, we've, we've been silly with money and all that. So I can understand both sides. But listen, you could. <laughs> A club, you know, a club has to accept an offer. It's a bit if it's above what we can afford. It's above what we can afford, you know. Just because we're new owners now, it's not like we've got a blank check and we can sign anyone in the world. Um, you still got to be prudent about it. But yeah, it looks like it's well. Saying that, I mean, on the train here, you know, seeing Richard's tweet at the time, which he tweeted at about um, that he wasn't expecting anything. To be fair, you know, that was what it was at that stage. Um, but it and like shows, you say, it shows, it shows how, how quickly, quickly it can change. Can change and for exactly yeah. from getting on a train from London to getting here. To, to Matt maybe you know he's come on the show he's just mad anything can change so quickly and I've still got another day yeah. still got another day so just relax yeah. I mean I mean, look at talking to talking about that list of uh, I mean this is the first time that anything's actually happened <laughs> exactly. on Charlton Live on a transfer deadline day so that's progress yeah. for us I'll never forget when Lee Novak left the club four minutes after the show ended <laughs> and we had Richard on that night and he knew it before but he couldn't say it because it wasn't certain until after <laughs> and then just after um, yeah I mean like, I mean, the thing about this time last year we were praying and hoping that something was going to go through uh, and I remember getting home and it was it was Josh Parker so something had gone through and it was a bit underwhelming at the time if we're being honest um, I, Josh, Josh had his benefits when he was here he wasn't the best player last season if we're being honest but it does show that I mean when you get towards the end of a transfer deadline day sometimes you're just getting bodies in for the sake of it as well. And I guess that's where you've got to find the right balance that you're not doing. I think last year we probably needed Josh because we needed someone to come in to enable us to play two up front because we didn't have anyone else. And Josh was the the, the man who was ready and willing to do the running, which to be fair, he did. He put in a lot of effort in in the championship and he proved to be an okay signing in the end. Um, At this stage of of this season, you know, we, we, we need bodies in, but I guess Matt will be making sure that A, we're not paying too much, and B, they're not rubbish. Well, yeah, we've got to we, you know, we've got to make sure that it's the it's the right mix. You've got to make sure that they've got the the right mentality for a, for what is going to be a relegation scrap. Now, um, you know, we've been linked with the list of players we've been linked with is 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 fairly long. So you you obviously people's expectations vary because everyone's got their own choices of who they'd like to see come in the door. You know, realistically, 
we might we might make one or two because it's it's getting that late in the window. As as Nave said, I don't know if we'll see us getting five signings in the door tomorrow. If I'm being honest, um, obviously we've seen early doors linked with Marcus Madison, fee agreed and everything. That it was just down to the personal terms, and you know uh, we've seen that we're going to sort of stand firm on our on our demands as a club in terms of wages. You don't want to be taking the mick out of just because we've got this new ownership. As Nave said, there we haven't got a blank checkbook. You've got to be realistic in the market people do inflate prices in January so with the Madison deal it would be good if something got done there of course it would because he's a great player the same with the likes of Ivan Tony. what Darren McAntony came out and said yesterday obviously we were linked with him early in the window but I can't imagine us stumping up 10 million for Ivan Tony plus add you know then the add-ons on top and then loaning him back to Peter for the rest of the season there are just deals that are unrealistic We've obviously, looking at the list of players that we have been linked with, I think a lot of them would improve our squad 100%. Yeah, I mean, it's just that's making what, sure that, that we do it be my right. next question, is go down that list. And then, so you're looking at, you know, Doherty at Rangers, you're looking at the striker, Bristol Rovers, uh, Johnson, Clark, Harris. Um, I mean, if, if if you could sort of take your pick from the ones that are more realistic, and I'm probably... You know, I hope, I hope I'm not overstepping the marker and saying prob- Ivan Tony's not realistic. I imagine just just from the way it seems to have gone, I'm going to guess Madison probably isn't realistic. Although I hope I get proved wrong there because he's a great player, and I have no inside track on that. It's just looking at the way it seems to have gone over the course of the month. But I mean, the, are the ones that feel more realistic? Who do you think? Who, who do you think you'd like to see coming in from that list? I mean, I know we were linked early uh, early last week with uh, Adam Ida at, at Norwich, the young striker at Norwich, um, on a on a loan deal. I think that. He he performed outstandingly well in the FA Cup against Preston for Norwich. He's he's a young striker. I think could bring something. I think Johnson Clark Harris is a realistic target because he's somebody that's probably too good for League One and yet to prove himself in the Championship. Um, I'd like to have seen Pedro Truvella coming because I think he would have linked up well with with Josh Cullen. But it goes to show how circumstances can change overnight. You know, if, if Liverpool had, had beaten Shrewsbury in the in the cup on Sunday and they didn't have a replay. Maybe Chirivella would be coming in. I think there's there's a bit of an issue with that. So I don't know if he come in. Greg Doherty, I saw him last year uh, for Shrewsbury against us. I, I, he he was a decent player. I remember Gary McAllister was sat in front of me and, and Stubbers at Shrewsbury last year, keeping an eye on him, and he and he really impressed. So I know we were linked with Troy Parrott as well, but I think I think Mourinho's come out today and said that he's not looking to loan him out because he's because he's too young. Whether that's the case or not, I don't know. Um, yeah, there's a lot of name. There's a lot of names on that list. You know. Um, Aidan McGeady's one that's been bounced around today a little bit, but that would be a be an interesting mm. one if he did come in. He's getting, getting on a bit now, McGeady, isn't he? He's about 33, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously he wasn't fit when he came on in the playoff final, but last season, during the course of the season, it was very good for Sunderland, so it'd be an interesting <laughs> one if, if if he'd be out there. I saw I saw someone up in the northeast was linking our name with him. That's the, that is also the problem with transfer mm. deadline week. Uh, is you get linked with so many players, it's hard to sort of keep track of them, really. Mm. But I mean, if you if you had a preference now from from the the ones we've been talking about, um, I mean, not the, I mean, Johnson Clark House for me would be a good one. I think Greg Dockett I'd like in there. Uh, Pedro, it seems as Rich said earlier. I mean, now them going, um, I mean, going to play the kids against Shrewsbury. It doesn't look like he's going to come straight away. Uh, when is that replay anyway? Is it this week? Next week? I don't know. So it doesn't look like any. But yeah, Greg Dockett I liked him when he was at Shrewsbury. I thought he was a good player. Uh, John's Clark Harris, but for me, it's that that box to box sort of midfielder. I think we really need um, just to go from defence to attack with a bit of pace. I think that's what I think we lack now. Josh is back, and um, but it only t- again, you know, like Bose was saying earlier, the injuries are coming back and slowly and surely. Fields coming back slowly, uh, and it only takes another little injury or another another suspension. You need to give Pratt a rest. You know, and we do need the bodies in there. So for me, the central midfield position would be key, and then probably maybe a forward, uh, Johnson Clark Harris. I'd like that. So I'd take Greg and Johnson for sure. Mm, excellent stuff. Right, we're going to have a quick break here on Charlton Live. We've got loads of your messages uh, to come to. There's no way on earth we're going to get to all of them, unfortunately, this evening, because uh, as soon as Matt Southall tweeted us, our mentions just just, just went off <laughs> the scale. Uh, but we'll, we'll we'll get some of your views uh, on the show as well. Of course, we're keeping an eye on everything to see if there's anything happening uh, here on uh, the transfer deadline day eve. Uh, we're on till eight o'clock. Let's pray that we can get some sort of breaking news uh, before then. We've already had Matt Southall uh, on the show this evening. So uh, that he's working hard at the training ground trying to get some stuff uh, over the line let's hope that something will break before 8 o'clock no promises though because you know uh, it, you're never really sure what's going to happen uh, on transfer deadline day or the day before right quick break here on Charlton Live we'll be back uh, in a minute or so 
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Cullen trying to take his man on. Chip ball back across, Bowers there, pierces there, Bowers there, and it's done! Yes! 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 Oh, it's gone! Oh, Patrick Barr! You absolute German beauty! Woo! Dream lad! Charlotte has scored! With seconds remaining! We've done it all! Get in! Come on! What a time to be here! Here on Wembley! Right, so welcome back. This is Charlton Live, our transfer deadline day eve special. I swear transfer deadline day should always be on a Thursday for some reason. It always seems to fall coincidentally, like I say, sign-ins four minutes after the show would finish normally, but with, with the day before now. So it will make it slightly unusual as um, on the... Uh, a lot of people listen on the podcast on Friday as well. So by then, you might know who this mm. this person or persons that, that Matt Southall was talking to us about uh, on the show earlier may may be. But uh, you know, we're we're hoping that it'll, it'll be uh, uh, someone interesting. Uh, I, I, I'm after your views really on tonight's show as well because, like I say, the it's gone from what felt like nothing happening and uh, up until maybe even an hour ago to all of a sudden Matt Southall's going crazy on Twitter. He's come on tonight's show, said that he's trying to get something something get over the line. Your medicals, he said, he put an S on the end of that. So you, you'd assume there's at least two that he's talking about there. Um, so I wanted to know how everyone's feeling. I mean, CFC Facts and Stats said the, 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 the next 28 hours at, at the time of sending the tweet are the most pivotal moment of the season. And, and you, you probably can't really disagree with that, Nath, because... You know, Boya said it in the clip we heard earlier on in the show. That was just this morning, saying that we need to get bodies in because we need to stay up in this division. Mm. And if we don't get bodies in, then it's going to make it a hell of a lot harder. It doesn't mean it's going to be impossible, but it's going to make it a hell of a lot harder. Yeah, and I think if you if you speak to any manager, they're always going to want new bodies in and stuff like that. But if you look at the situation that we're in, we've lost two players. Yeah, Kyle probably only played what, about three minutes. I think it's a bit more than that. But <laughs> but when you lose someone as pivotal as Gallagher. And you don't replace him. And Leco, don't forget Leco. It feels like a long yeah, time well, ago. Now, but he's he's scored a few goals, gone, done, gone, had some assists. So, lost some two two really good players who were quite pivotal in the start of that season. I know it's a long, a bit of a distant memory of of our start, but they were instrumental in how we were doing. And um, so we're two players down, like Bo said. So yeah, to be level pegging, um, and I just keep saying, you know, looking at the injuries, it can all happen again, and it's all well and good at happening now, but. With this month at the moment, we need players now to help us through these games with teams around us. We need to win these games around us. That's mm. how we're going to stay in this league. Yeah, I mean, we you haven't know? even really mentioned the Barnsley yeah. game yet, but exactly. we're going to give that a proper preview uh, You know, in the second half or probably the, the final quarter of this uh, of this show, hearing from, from Lee Bowyer as well. Probably ain't got time to hear from Lee on now. I feel bad for him. I, made, I interrupted his dinner to speak to him last night on the phone as well. Uh, the journalist from up north. But I don't think I'm going to have time to use it now. Um, like I say, I've asked for your views on, on, on what you hope, uh, what you fear and what you expect to happen uh, over the course of the rest of the transfer window. Matt says, I hope that we keep Lyle. I'm scared we're going to lose Lyle. We're probably going to lose Lyle. <laughs> that's, his, that's his fears <laughs> and what he, uh, he expects to happen. I'll put, I'll put you on the spot now, Lewis. Do you, do you think we'll lose Lyle? He's in the, the final final few months of his contract uh, indications so far are that he's, he's probably not going to sign a new one anything can change in the course of the rest of the season um, so that leaves Matt with a decision to make if someone comes in and offers an amount of money now you're not going to get I imagine the amount of money you're offered in, in, in summer because everyone knows that his contract's going down that's the same what we would have done with Marcus Madison there's no way we've bid two and a half million for him you know it's more likely we've bid less than that because 
Peterborough know they're going to lose him for nothing at the end of the season. They and we've been enough. They've, they've accepted whatever that deal is. So teams are going to come and try and do the same to us now for Lyle. So like I said earlier, it's, it's finding that balance. But I mean, which way do you think? We're going to fall with that one. It's going to be interesting, isn't it? I think... And bear in mind, everyone's <laughs> going to be listening to this tomorrow and you're already going to look like an idiot no matter what you say oh, now. <laughs> yeah. I think... I wouldn't be surprised if, if he if he did go, but I think it will heavily depend on what business we do beforehand. I, I don't think that we'll leave ourselves short. I think if Lyle goes, we'll bring in probably another body to, to cover that. But also, I think that... Boyer especially sees Lyle as too valuable to to let go at this stage of the season. Because in this window, I mean, even if you replace him, you're going to struggle to find someone as good as Lyle Taylor. Well, especially on deadline day as, itself as well, it's going to be difficult. And you look at the clubs he's been linked with in Bristol City. I think they've agreed a deal today with Narky Wells. So you think, will they still be in the market for a striker? They've already got a couple, so maybe not. Brentford, will they take a cut price deal for a striker to try and sort of boost their hopes of, of getting into the Premier League maybe but will he get in the side regularly over their over their front three I, I don't know so Lars got to look at it from a football perspective as well I know I know that he's coming into the time of his career where he's going to want to try and get as much money as, as he can because you know you're a long time retired as a footballer but you know you, surely you want to be playing football and he'll, he'll do that here and you know he's adored here if he if he does leave for free in the summer, you know, he's he'll give his all until until the end of this season, and if that keeps us in the division, I think we can all, you know, we can all thank him and sort of wish him well on his way. But I, I personally, I think he'll stay. If I had to, if I had to put money on it now, I'd say that he'd stay. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Mm. Uh, Rob Baker uh, has just uh, sent a message in. He got he got a tweet from. Uh, Darren McAntony, of course, the, the chairman, uh, Matt Southall's opposite number at Peterborough. Um, Rob did ask uh, Dara if he um, if he's helping Matt out with getting Tony or Madison, and, and Dara said, "I did try Rob on one of them, which, as we know, is Madison." So he said he's tried to help uh, help us out with that one, but the, the way he says it, I don't know, it doesn't sound like a a goer for us, really, does it? Um, which I mean, there there could be various reasons why why we didn't get that deal uh, over the line, but it would be disappointing because I mean he's a, he's a good player, but we're we're in like I say we're in a, we're in a transfer window where we've got new ownership as well, where there's still not a great deal known about this new ownership. They haven't spent a, a, a any money yet because yeah that that's the situation we're in. But obviously, that I guess some people will be out there assuming they've got loads and loads of money to to spend and. We, we we still don't know that, that situation. That's just the case we're in at the moment because it's still very early days. Yeah, it's natural to think um, for people to think that they've got loads of money. It's usually, especially when it's you know sort of Middle Eastern sort of money from from Finks and Man City. I'm not, you know, everyone will automatically assume that we'll have a lot of money. And you know, fair enough. But um, I think Matt from the onset he came in and said, you know, they, you know, we need to be sustainable, and he's got a model, and and you know, he, he needs to stick to that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, like you say about Madison, yeah, he's a good player, but if we've offered a good contract like we have with Lyle, when they say no, they say no. You can't you can't force people here and you know, if if he doesn't come or if he's definitely said no, who knows? But mm. anything can change. But yeah, listen, I think the proof will be in the pudding over the next couple of days, obviously when people are listening to it tomorrow and on their way to the pub or whatever. But uh, yeah, we'll soon find out. But you know, fingers crossed and let's just hope that these medicals with a S on the end. It's all right. Mm, Paul Bishop tweeted in and said, uh, f- uh, from being in a frustrated mood up until an hour ago, all of a sudden I'm a tad excited. Uh, but a massive no for Aidan McGeady. Uh, we shouldn't be looking at players uh, like that. Inter- yeah, cheers for your message there. Uh, that's from Paul. A couple of uh, messages on the forum as well. Bayer's Jumper says, uh, forget any new signings. The thing we desperately need is a new chant for Deji Oshalaja. <laughs> uh, I'll get you on that later, Lewis. Uh, Mendon Cranastas. Uh, Louis, do you think there's been too much conversation and not enough action uh, as Elvis once sung? I mean, that that would probably be something that you can't really answer until 11 o'clock Friday night, um, Lewis. Mm. I mean, that, that's why it was always, always going to be slightly strange timing for us, the, the Thursday evening show, because the transfer deadline hasn't gone yet so we can't come out and say it's been a terrible window or it's been a great window until 11 o'clock tomorrow evening so it's a tough one if nothing if nothing happens between now and 11 o'clock tomorrow then there w- it would be in a case of too much conversation and not enough action because I mean Matt's even come on the show tonight and said he's working on something but you know you, you, we've got to wait until the deadline to make a decision on that and I mean things are certainly looking a lot more positive now aren't they yeah they are and you know it's a little bit like deja vu from back in the summer because I remember doing the uh the transfer deadline day show here in the summer and us being 
sort of trying to get Baram Kyle and Tommy Hemmen over the line. That was that was quite exciting, wasn't it? Trying to get that in. So it reminds me a bit of that. We seem to always come alive at the end a little bit, don't we? So it, I do, I do get it. I mean, obviously we've had all these press conferences and everything like that that have gone on throughout January because the takeover went through in January. You know, we've had other other means to be out there and and the conversations are probably amplified because of because of the takeover and everything else going on. You know, Southall's been out meeting various supporters groups. So naturally he's going to be out there more and, and the owner before that didn't have any conversation whatsoever. So there's there's always going to be that. I think of course we're going to want to see the proof in the pudding when it comes to to sign-ins because it's no secret that we need to strengthen and, and we've made that clear sort of early before the window even opened you know Bowyer was sort of so was looking forward to January that much because he knew he needed to strengthen so it's just a case now of seeing you know ESI maybe you know put their money where their mouth is a little bit but at the same time I, I think we've got to try and distance transfer speculation and excitement away from the fact that we've had a takeover this month and naturally the club's going to be in the limelight a lot more than it was before so that I I think yes there's a lot of talking going on from the from the board and everything but naturally that was always going to happen mm. because they've just they've just you know taken over a football club that's that's pretty standard mm. Right, so Box Sam said, with the 10-day break uh, since the last game against Fulham, why not get new players in so they had time to train uh, with the rest of the side <coughs> earlier on uh, this week? I guess I, mean, I guess that would have been ideal, but ha- hasn't proven to be the case. Um, what would you think about that? Uh, I mean, like you say, it's an ideal world. I think in an ideal world, we would have had everyone the same day we got Andre Green. Um but the, the January transfer window is weird because it's like a game of chess, I see it. It's, you have the first flurries at the beginning where people are out of favour and people don't mind letting them go. And then you've got the people that are going to be in demand naturally because that's who teams want to improve their, their squads. And the other teams are reluctant to let them go unless they get a, a replacement. And so it's like a domino effect. Once something starts, then you'll start seeing some movement. But even in the Premiership, I mean, you look at that, there's not been too much going on. And it can fall down to the championship. So, yeah, in, a, in an ideal world, I agree completely. It'd be great, I, I, I but... guess the other thing to talk about is obviously, I mean, I'm sure every manager would say, yeah. oh, I need signings. But I, I feel like we're in a bit of a unique situation in terms of our injury crisis, our situation uh, in the league table. We're six points above the relegation zone playing Barnsley on Saturday. Um, some people will say, you know, you look around at a mid-table Premier League club who hasn't signed anyone. So, well, they're going nowhere. It doesn't matter. Well, we're a team that would desperately need his signings. Um, so was it a case of, oh, they really should have pulled out the stops? Should they have spent £10 billion just in case? I mean, like I say, I've always said it's about finding the right balance, but I can understand why some fans, you know, Soapbox Sam himself saying, why didn't we get these deals over the line a bit earlier? Because we're, we're in a situation where we know as a club with our injury crisis that we needed players in. I mean, obviously, you know, like, like I've said, it's not over yet. It's too early to, to judge. But I mean, it would have been nice if we could have had a few more in early. You know, for for the game, you know, we might have bought on someone who could have made a bit of a difference against uh, against um, Fulham yeah. or West Brom. Like, who knows? Yeah, yeah, I and I, I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I do think the perfect time to sign people would have been in this gap that we've had between Fulham and Saturday's game because you've had that extended rest and you've had you've probably been able to assess the fitness of players that we've currently got that have been out injured. Um, and you've got time to get people together, more training sessions, a bit more gelling. If you are a new body coming into the side, you can try and you know get get to grips with how we play a bit quicker. But that's not been the case, and we know it's it's too late. We can't change that now. Hopefully, we can we get the bodies in tomorrow that will strengthen us properly, and, and we'll go into our next set of fixtures, you know, stronger than we are now, and, and we'll get the results to pull us away from the wrong mm. end of the table. There's still 17 games left to go this season, so of course at the moment it's not looking too rosy and I think we are on a relegation fight but it only takes a little run of games and, and you very quickly pull away from, from the bottom three. Well, let's have a, couple, a quick look at some other people's hopes and dreams for the next 24 hours. Ross uh, says, I hope we get free. Aidan McGeady, uh, Doherty from Rangers in a mystery signing that no one has mentioned yet. I fear uh, that we lose Lyle and Charlton Life crashes into the in the ensuing chaos. Uh, but he says he expects, I think we'll get at least two over the line, loan or permanent. I don't care. I just want some good uh, news. Paul Nado says uh, uh, that uh, Clark Harris 
uh, Cullen or, or on a permanent or Taylor getting a contract sign is what he hopes. Uh, what he fears is that we sign no one and lose Taylor. Uh, what he expects to happen, though, is that we just get Clark Harris. And finally, Matt Taylor uh, says we want Gareth Bale and, uh, and Mbappe, Mbappe in. Anything less shows a complete lack of vision, in my view, a result in me wanting ESI out uh, in, in Bo and in Gallon. Uh, we trust. I mean, the, like I say earlier on the show, we, we had a few messages uh, that have come in over, over the last couple of days. Um, I mean, Phil, Phil from Elton tweeted in saying he's feeling a bit nervy about this transfer window. Again, this was earlier on today. Um, he's ho- he's hoping that we're going to see players and a striker. We've seen some other people doing something which we don't often get on Charlton Live, but highlighting someone else's conversation that they've put on Instagram or on Twitter and saying, oh, have you, and sending it to me for the show, saying, have you seen this person? God, they're so negative. And I, I'm not going to read those out specifically because, I mean, the person's not there to defend themselves. But there's certainly been like a, two very different schools of thought over the last few days. Is that is that fair? And some people yeah. really panicking. Yeah. Um, some people saying that everything's going to be fine. Some people trying to say we don't even need players, which I, I don't think I'd agree with. But there, there's certainly been a lot of confusion around this time. It's, it's been one of the stranger January transfer windows in terms of we don't know what to expect. And then when when it goes on a while and nothing's happened, people are really panicking in some cases. Yeah, I think one thing's certain is that with everyone, whether you're saying that you, you know you're a bit impatient or not, I think everyone cares and everyone wants us to do well. So I think I I can, I can see both sides of the the fence so to, so to speak and uh when sometimes i'll get a little bit impatient you know i'll sit there and go oh come on lads you know let's get something through the door and then i'll sit back and go well do you know what i don't know the full you know the full coup and something might come up and something come out of nowhere because i mean to, you can put a bid into it for whatever you like the team's got to accept it first and then you've got to do you know terms and then you've got to do a medical so anything can happen but yeah I mean every, some people can be a bit nervy and you know I respect that you know I'm a bit nervy we all want, want us to do well and we all want us to get back to the to the early form we had um, which I think we will do we're good enough to do I just think losing Leco and Gallagher is going to be it's going to be tricky to replace but I think with likes of Cullen coming back and Johnny coming back and Lyle I think it makes us a better chance but you know, I'm sure everyone's working in the background to get as many players over the line as we can, for right. sure. Mad Dog Mendonca is uh, back <laughs> yeah. involved. Dear Louis and the team, just want to say, good to see that ESI have got two promotions on for the next two home games. Hopefully, we'll have crowds nearer the 20,000 mark to get behind the boys. It's a big month ahead against plenty uh, of nor- plenty of dirty northern so-and-sos, uh, Luton aside. Well, they're quite north, aren't they? Uh, he also adds, if Lyle stays or goes, I just want to say the man has given a lot to Charlton on and off the pitch over the last 18 months, and I've for one and proud of the fact he's been a Charlton player and have loved uh, watching him play right we've had loads of your, your messages in like I said earlier in the show we're going to struggle to get to all of them uh, this evening we do need to look ahead of course to the home game here with Barnsley it's a massive game here at the Valley sitting six points uh, behind us uh, they're in the relegation zone we want to stay out of it so I think three points would do a lovely job for us on uh, on Saturday and Ali Bayer uh, was asked uh, in, in press day today uh, if his selection uh, issues or problems have they improved at all ahead of the game uh, with Barnsley? Not really, because no players have come in. So <laughs> I was hoping have that players recovered from injury. Given that, yeah, but Sam was training last week, but it's it still, it's it still, he's had a week's training, so an extra four days training from what he had had last week. Yeah, that helps, but I'm going to have to see him today. See how he goes today and. But it's probably too early. Like I said to you last week, that the the players that have come back, it's great that they're all coming back, and it's like, yeah, but they're all coming back at the same time. But they're all limited on minutes, so you can only play them thirty minutes. Like you can only play in for thirty minutes, in for thirty. That's why Johnny and Andre and Lyle, they, they was all on the bench because they couldn't start, and and that's the same now. So we've got people coming back. But that you have to build them up again, you know, because if you don't, and you just chuck them in and they play 90 minutes, there's a big chance that they're going to break down. So it's just trying to juggle it, you know, and it's great that they're all coming back, and I love seeing them out there training every day, but I have to be careful on the minute. So if you do bring, bring in people that are, are ready to go, it makes it easier that we can just bled these other ones that are coming back from injury. So it's catch 22, really, but the most important thing is that they're coming back few more through the door would, would help that situation. So nothing's really altered no. on the fitness front? No, nothing. nothing. They're, they're still training. Uh, 
Lowell can start there. Lowell can start. But again, we have to limit him on minutes. Uh, Andre and Johnny will be able to start. But again, you have to limit him. Do you see what I mean? So it's like yeah. you, you have to build them up. And so, yeah, there's a few that can uh, start, but that couldn't before uh, against Fulham. But uh, yeah, it's just it's just juggling it at the moment, and in a week or two, then it, things will change. Then then they'll all be ready. There'll be no limits, you know. That's what you're putting. So a week or two's time. Yeah, yeah. In, in a week or two's time, then there will be no no rules on on, on limits and stuff. But as it stands today, that there is that there's there's uh, there's limits on what we can do. So that's why I'm saying if we had a few bodies, or I was hoping a few bodies come in before Saturday. So then they can they're ready to play, go on and go and play, and then we can bed the others in, which will be better for us for on so then they uh, so then they don't break down again. You're gonna turn with these are all big games, but this is pretty big on Saturday, isn't it, Barnsley? Yeah, yeah. They're all big. Close vicinity. Yeah, 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 they're in and around us. Um I think the new manager's gone in and, and he's done well. They play Diamond. Uh so we, we know the Diamond. They've changed things. I've watched them in uh, in a few of their games, and and, and they're dangerous. Um, I think they're in better shape than when we played them at their place. So, um, got some good players. So there we go, Lee Bowyer looking ahead to what is undoubtedly one of our most important games of the season, Naif. Uh, a Luton side who, if, if, if we're being honest, aren't in the greatest of... Uh, it's a Barnsley side, I should say. You aren't in the greatest of form. I've done what you did there. And... Uh, <laughs> But, you know, nor are we. Um, no. We've got some players sort of coming back to an extent that the ones we saw against Fulham are back. Sam Fields back in and around it might be involved. Um, I think Chucks has got half a chance by the sounds of it. But other than that, we know pretty much what team we're going with. But don't forget at the same time when we ended that Fulham game, we ended it with a much stronger team than we've been able to put out over the course of the last few weeks. So there's some joy to take from that. There's some hope and expectation that we'll go into this game with. But at the same time, we will still be suffering from perhaps a little bit of a lack of momentum because we've been in in this injury crisis and we haven't picked up many results. Yeah, I think, I mean, looking at it, you have got obviously some key players coming back into the fold, not fully fit, but uh, Barnsley, they like to concede a goal, don't they? And um, not as bad as Luton, obviously. But I think it's a chance for us to really put a, put a, put our stamp on the game. And I think it is a big game. Um, I think just having that little bit of cushion, was it six? We're three now, isn't it? Is it would we win? We go six points clear of them, and then you go into games against the Luton, Stokes, Huddersfields. We get a good run of points and a run of games from these teams around us. So it might give us a little bit of breathing space and um, and starting Saturday. But like Bo said, they've they've improved a little bit since Dendle's left, um, and they play a diamond. So be interesting if we match them up because we like to play a diamond or will he put two wide men out to exploit space down the sides. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting game. Um, but I think Saints got to give because I think we need to score more goals. They can see too many goals. So you'd think it'll be a 10 nil win. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> when you say you'd think, I mean, Mbappe hat trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Matt, Matt Southall gets whoever it is over the line. It's <laughs> yeah. so also in before midday on Friday. That means they can play uh, against Barnsley. I mean, obviously, they, they changed manager um, halfway through the uh, through the season. They got rid of Stendhal. Is it Struber? I, uh, if I'm announcing that correctly, uh, who came in. He had a, a slight upturn in results. They got a couple of wins. Uh, the likes of QPR and Millwall, they beat, uh, got a good result at home against Huddersfield. But they've lost their last three, uh, including last week's defeat at Portsmouth in the FA Cup. Um, you know, they, they've struggled with conceding goals all season. They put a pretty strong team out in the Cup last week. They've, of course, uh, lost Bambo Diaby as well, one of their more important centre-halves to uh, some sort of... Uh, drug test scandal at the moment he's suspended while that while that goes so they've they've lost some important players so I'm not sure how much business they've done in in January I haven't really had a chance to, to check that been worrying too much about our own stuff but I mean clearly they're a side in a bit of disarray but they'll come into this game knowing the importance of it surely yeah they will and we, we had a we had a bit of a tough game up there at the start of the season um you know they're a side that likes to play football I mean they especially under Daniel Stendhal I've not I've not really seen a lot of them under under the new manager and they did have that slight upturn when he did come in, but again they're they're struggling now. And as Nave said, that they they ship goals, and it's going to be interesting for us because obviously we're 
we we're struggling at the moment in terms of scoring goals. We we concede. We're on this weird stat, aren't we, of of losing, you know, conceding two like every game at the moment. Um, and it's it's going to be one of those tough games. It's, a packed out valley is going to make it um, make it really interesting. And obviously, the, the ticket offer extended out to Barnsley as well, didn't it? So it's going to be a full house, really. Mm. Um, it's going to motivate players on both sides. So I think it's going to be a really tight game. I think that we we've probably just about got the edge on them um, at home. Especially, I've, I've always backed us against anybody at home this season, uh, and it's going to be it's going to be a really really tough game. But if we can get a result. And especially in front of a big crowd, you know, um, it's you know, Tanoon's going to be there as well. It it might give us that a bit of a lift going into this into this tough period we've got now over February, and it, and it could be the start of a run. You know, if we pick up, you know, four four wins out of the next seven games or something like that, you'll be looking at the table and we'll be in a completely different position. So it will be um, it's it's really important. It's probably the most important game of the season so far because I think that the whole. The club, we've you know, with the takeover going through the the sort of frustrations we've had through throughout January. If we get some players in tomorrow, and we and we pick up three points on on Saturday, a uh, packed valley, it's going to give the whole club a real lift. Mm. Um, unbeaten in our last four home league games. Obviously, we had the narrow defeat against uh, West Brom in the FA Cup. Um, they've got Connor Chaplin, haven't they? Like scoring against us. That's mm. just one that you point out. But I mean, with our, it, it's really tough to start predicting, you know, who, who's going to be the important player for us. Because I want to say, well, Lyle's fit now. Lyle can start, but I don't know if he's still going to be here in 24 hours because it's the, the transfer window's open and you don't know what's going to happen. So it's, it's really hard when, when you look at the key players for us. But I guess the fact that Josh Cullen's back in there in, in the midfield, that'll give us a lift. Um, you, you, you'll be you'll be looking at those players who've come back over the course of the last few weeks, like Johnny Williams as well. You imagine he'll be ready to start again. You know there, there are key players back now that, that can go and actually do some damage against a Barnsley team that do give away a lot of chances. Yeah, of course. I mean, let's just if we can dream and let's imagine if Lyle stays. Imagine a four four two dime with Green and Lyle up top with Johnny in behind. I mean, that's not a bad little front three, is it? And mm. um, even if Green switches to go out wide and go in the channels, but. Yeah, it's gonna, you know, be it's, it'll be a difficult game. Uh, be I don't know if it'll be tight or I don't know. I just, I've just got a good feeling about. It. I think, like you say, about the, the buzz around the place, um, and we've got some good players coming back. So I'm I'm confident. I'm I'm thinking we're going to win quite comfortably. Yeah, yeah you mentioned uh, uh, the buzz about the place. I mean, it could be very dif- different uh, tomorrow, couldn't it? Because I mean, we don't know <laughs> it could go the other uh, way, uh, yeah, what's, what's going to, to happen. Uh, we're, we're coming up to five to eight now or four minutes to eight. Uh, still no signing yet. Uh, just a reminder for anyone uh, who's joined us late, uh, including Craig, uh, who's just tweeted in asking if they've missed anything. We heard this uh, from Matt Southall. So this is what Matt Southall had to say exclusively to Charlton Life earlier on during uh, this evening. Hi, guys. Matt Southall here um sorry i can't make the show um i'm hard at work at the training ground with the rest of the team uh trying to get things over the line hopefully we'll have some good news for you all soon uh but i'll definitely come on the show soon so there we go. I'm definitely milking that for all this. Well, this is the fourth, fourth time I've played that. I think third time. Don't you said that as your alarm tone. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, so Matt Southall. I mean, so he's hoping, uh, hoping to, to get something over the line by the sounds of it. Like he's, 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 he went very active on Twitter all of a sudden, uh, which to me would suggest that he's, he feels like there's, there's something's close because I don't think I think you're opening yourself up to uh, uh, to ridicule if you do that and then, and then nothing. Uh, comes in. Uh, he said he's got two phones on the deal, uh, a deal uh, on the go. He's got his deal phone and his super deal phone on the. Normally, when you hear about people talk about two phones, they have a deal in his involved. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But clearly, Matt's uh, uh, working away trying trying to get something uh, over the line. I mean, the the only thing we haven't really mentioned is last we heard, there's a chance that Tanun Namir will be here on Saturday. Um, he he put on his Instagram a while ago. Um, saying that he was going to come, I think, during the week. And he seemed to put something today about travelling, did he? Was that today? Yeah, he was saying yeah. that he was flying to, <clears throat> from Dubai to to London. Um, so he did put something up on his Instagram that he was looking forward to seeing everyone. Um, again, obviously, I'm just going by his Instagram. So if he is, it'll be nice to see him. And it'll, it'll probably it'll be nice for him to see a vet, well, packed out cover mm-hmm. then now. Um, and a lot of the other places around the ground is going to be bouncing as well. And they passed... The deal one to Barnsley, which is nice. So it'll be a good atmosphere on Saturday. Um, so yeah, hopefully a couple of newbies coming in the door. Three points. Lovely jubbly. Happy days. And then 
Yeah, it'd be nice all day round. But yeah, hopefully he, we can give him a little wave. Mm. So yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah, interesting to note that in the last hour or so, um, Bristol Rovers have signed Timmy Abraham, former Charlton trainee who's been uh, at Fulham. I believe he's a striker, isn't he, Timmy, as well, just like yeah. his brother. Yeah. Um, so possibly freeing up some space for... Johnson Clark Harris, who's to say, uh, who's to know at this time? Right, we're coming to the end of uh, this evening's Charlton Live uh, big match preview slash transfer deadline day eve special. Uh, we've had Matt Southall, the chairman, on the show exclusively this evening, telling us uh, that he's working hard at the training ground, uh, hoping to see what he can get over the line uh, as we go into the last few hours of the January uh, transfer window. Let's get your predictions then. I mean, you don't even know what team we're going to be putting out at the time of recording, <laughs> but let's have your predictions for, I mean, it's a massive home game against Barnsley. How do you think it's going to go, Lewis? I'm going to go for a 3-0 Charlton win. Yeah. Lovely. I'll go I'll go 3-1 2-1 up Nervy last minute counter attack when they're pushing forward 3-1 the Mighty Reds Clark, Clark Harris with a Clark Let's Harris see. hat trick yeah, we'll see. yeah. who knows it could, it could be literally anyone Cristiano uh, yeah, by the time yeah. you hear this show you'll probably know better than us already who the, uh, the the signing or signings are if we've held on to Lyle Taylor all sorts of things could happen in the next 24 hours it's going to be absolutely fascinating right thank you for joining us uh, on this evening's Charlton Live thanks to uh, Lewis and to Nathan for being here no worries much mate. love Thanks to Matt Southall for joining us uh, on the show earlier on in the evening. I've been Louis Mendes. Hope you've enjoyed it. We'll be back here on Sunday evening where I guess there'll be a hell of a lot to talk about. We'll be trying to work out what's happened over the course of the next few hours. We'll talk about the Barnsley game as well. We'll hear from Lee Bowyer on Sunday show as well. It's going to be a packed show. Make sure you join us here uh, at 7 o'clock next Sunday. Thanks for listening to our show this evening and we shall see you on Sunday. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.